Ladies and gentlemen, we start this episode of the NBL Show podcast with breaking news. This Tuesday, Virginia Tech Hokies cornerback Caleb Farley, a projected first-round pick, underwent back surgery. He will not be working out at his pro day tomorrow. This is obviously devastating news for all NBL fans. However, we will continue to support the hashtag Caleb Farley Draft Party and wherever Caleb gets drafted, on whatever day of the draft that may be, we will be ready. Caleb, we salute you and all the best in your recovery. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's Thursday night, and you know what that means. One hour of commercial-free NVL. You just like with a cup of tea, like, you're right, lads. Oh, man, you guys are amazing. The contract, like, 91, Dan. Marino. Yes! Okay, okay. Take the one. There it is. Back-to-back world champ, 1776. Just really took advantage of you guys ever since then. <laughs> so let's talk about you getting dominated by Jadavian Clowney. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the coolest fucking interviews I've ever had. Don't say that when we're not recording. <laughs> hey, everyone, Scott Hanson. Here from NFL Red Zone. Mr. 108, Colby Jones. I'm Jeff Garcia. My name is Tom Bahali. My name is Roberto Aguayo. Hey, everybody, I'm Maurice Jones. Drew. I'm Jalen Mills. My name is Taylor Lewan. Jack Brown, the best Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you watching the NBL show. And you've been listening to the NBL show. NBL show. The NBL show. You're listening to the NBL show. David Bakhtiari. That's so good. That's not the answer I had, but that's brilliant. That's is that better? Hi, guys. I'm FL Bada, and you're watching the NBL. No, I'm Nailed it. No, that was perfect. <laughs> no, I want to do that. I want to do Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back around the table. It's a Thursday night. I'm joined by my esteemed colleague. Who is it? It's me. It's Chris Milner. Me, yeah. in other words. Um, and today we thought we'd go with the tides of the NFL. As the season is drawn to a close, we look forward to what? The NFL draft. And so, you know, we're not better or worse than anyone else. And we're also contractually obliged by our introduction to have someone that hasn't already played in the NFL on because we do say we interview guests from past, present and, and future, future. A future star of the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, let, let me introduce PFF's number one cornerback in the 2021 NFL draft. It is Virginia Tech's Mr. Caleb Farley. How are you doing, sir? Doing good. How about you guys? Yeah, I'm good. Very good. Happy days. It's good to have you on, man. And uh, as we just said, from now on, you are the guy that all the NBL fans are going to back, regardless of what team they're in. I'm a Washington fan. I'm kind of hoping you say something a bit controversial so you'll slip to us and I'll edit it in, drop it on draft night. Eagles, Cowboys and Giants all picking before my team. Two of them are cornerback needy. I don't want to see you go to a rival, Caleb. You know, there's just no way to know, man. I, I have no clue. I truly have no clue. It's, it's nerve-wracking. It's exciting at the same time. And uh, it's just a blessing to be here. Well, I'll tell you where you're not going to go. It's my team, the Buccaneers. You're way too good to fall that low. <laughs> <laughs> you could do um, um, a Laramie Tunsil, get a full gas mask. You still wouldn't uh, fall all the way to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> but I want to start off with... Made in high school, North Carolina. I've looked up your tape. The quarterback. Some of that footage is an absolute joke. It's like a man playing amongst boys is literally like they can't get anywhere near you. I mean, how was it? You know, from did you know from an early age? You're like, okay, well, I'm good at this. Uh, yeah, I started playing football around age six, and um, I played every year since then. And um, I always kind of was um a little bit ahead of the other guys. I always played up. Um, I remember being like nine, playing with the 12, 13 teams. And uh, it was um, it was something I always um, loved to do. I, I had a lot of passion about. And um, I just had, I had a lot of natural ability to uh, help me evade guys yeah. trying to tackle. 
Because it's literally like some of them are like Johnny Manziel highlights. Yeah, it's, right. it's honestly like Jacoby <laughs> Jones running it back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Manny Manziel. If you look these up, and they're obviously because um, I've got socks that are older than Caleb Farley. They're yeah. like, um, you can catch all the HD. We're not talking like Terrell Davis high school highlights where it's like one pixel. These are all HD from like 2015, 2016. And so some of the runs you do, it's literally like, I'm going to go this way. And people just like running through people all the way to the end zone. It's crazy. Because you've always been like um, fast, just an athlete, right? Yeah, I've always had good feet. And playing for so long, you know, I had a lot of great instincts on the offensive side of the ball, um, good vision, and um, things like that, that that truly helped me. Because obviously you, you know, you started being an offensive player, you know, uh, quarterback, then converted to wide receiver. And so I'm assuming when you were growing up, you were idolizing offensive players, right? Always, you know, I, I never even considered playing defense until um, I got to college and it kind of came up where that looked like that was the route that I was going to have to take. And uh, always idolized guys like Barry Sanders, yep. um, Reggie Bush, Mike Vick, <laughs> <laughs> those type of guys. So um, I, I really missed it. I really miss um, running, running with the football. Yeah, we have to get some interceptions and run them back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you grew up in Carolina, right? Did you grow up a Panthers fan? You know, it's actually interesting. I, I never had a favorite college team or a favorite NFL team. I, and I think I could never get attached to one because mentally I always felt like I would be there. I, and I didn't. Like now my favorite team is Virginia Tech. Um, so I, I always felt like I was going to be on a team and, and that would be my favorite team. That is such a good draft answer, Caleb. Well done. Well done. <laughs> my favorite team is the team that drafts me. 10 Excellent. out of 10. 10 well out of done. 10. Excellent. You're doing well, <laughs> Doesn't sir. Doesn't rule out any of the fan bases. Keeps everybody happy. Love it. So let's go to Virginia Tech. Arguably one of the coolest schools for the, the walkout sickest alone. walkout intro. Like if you haven't seen this again, head to YouTube, type it in, enter Sandman. Um, Cause I came across this as a video from 2018 when you guys were playing Notre Dame and you had a right old Barney that game with um, Chase Claypool, the whole game, I believe. And um, you're actually right at the front, number three. Yeah, um, you know, it's something that's special. If you guys haven't, haven't made it out there for it, I think it's, it's worth the trip. You know, um, in big games like that, the ground, the ground truly shakes underneath your feet. And, um, you know, I think we've had a, a few games that showed up on like the, the earthquake rating yeah. levels. Um, and you can feel it, man. You, you can feel it. Because it's a long walk from the dressing rooms to Lane Stadium, right? Yeah, you can, you can see the stadium all lit up. Um, you, can, you can hear the fans. You know, you know that they, they got you on the screen walking to the tunnel. And once you get inside that tunnel and everybody starts jumping, you know, um, the walls, the ground, uh, it, it shakes. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so cool. Because the, the game that I saw, they actually had Metallica, like, come up and, like, wish them best of luck. Jesus. Yeah. How intimidating must that be to the other team? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, um, it's special. I hope it intimidates the other teams, but you never know. You just got to be ready to play play good football. <laughs> Unless they're Metallica fans. And they're yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rules. <laughs> Let's go. But you have it for like every home game, right? It never gets boring. You're not like, oh, we have to do this long walk again. If you even think it gets boring when, 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 you're, <laughs> when, when you start shaking again, it, <laughs> you're ready to go. Yeah. So let's talk about like, because obviously um, you get taken from Maiden by Virginia Tech. I mean, that was a fairly easy decision for you, I think, because you declared quite early in the uh, 
sort of scouting recruitment process? Because you always want to stay close yeah. to home, right? Uh, yeah, you know, just being a quarterback, not really having a natural position because I, you know, I, I kind of knew I wasn't going to play quarterback in college. Um, and being from a small town, I, I was underrated. And, and a lot of guys didn't even have me on the radar, you know. Um, so Virginia Tech was one of those teams that early in my career, I think I was like 13 years old when I first heard from them. And um, I always stayed loyal to them. You know, when a lot of bigger schools like Notre Dame, you know, offered me and tried to get into the mix, I kind of really never even gave guys the opportunity. I kind of just went ahead and shut it down. And did they, from when they first showed interest in you, were they always like, you're like an athlete. We're not going to we're not gonna peg you as a quarterback. We're just going to get you in here and then use you as a wide receiver. Obviously the knee injury and then went to cornerback. But were they always like, you're just supremely talented. We just want you here and we'll find the best suit for you. Exactly. It was always, you know, to, to trust them and uh, that, that, that you should you should come here and do great things. And that's another reason why I stuck it out with them, because I truly felt like I, I could go there and start immediately um, and get on the field. And, and then after seeing, you know, the history of Virginia Tech, inner Sandman and all those good things about Blacksburg, I truly fell in love with, with the place. Um, and it was it was I don't regret it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Virginia Tech's got a wonderful history of highly drafted cornerbacks. Obviously, being a Washington fan, D'Angelo Hall sticks out for me. Yep. Uh, then you've obviously got the Fuller brothers as well. So hopefully you're going to continue that tradition and fly the flag for the Hokies next year in the NFL. Amen. Absolutely. You know, um, Virginia Tech is always DBU. It's always going to be DBU to me, regardless of uh, whatever any other school thinks. Um, yeah, shut up, LSU. Yeah, exactly. Shut yeah. up, Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't looked up um, Caleb's 2019 season at Virginia Tech, it's crazy. Uh, you were just everywhere because they converted you to a cornerback in 2018. And then you were just learning the position, you know. And then 2019, you just blew the roof off. One of the best cornerbacks in the country, certainly in the ACC. What was your favorite moment from that season? Because like some marquee games were obviously UNC, the two picks against Miami. You, you were just everywhere. You know, um, I, I really enjoyed enjoyed every game. I was a man on a mission that year. Um, coming off of a, a very average freshman year, I, you know, I had a lot of expectation for myself, and um, I truly started to feel comfortable in the position. And and once I started feeling comfortable in the position, you know, I, I truly felt like there was there wasn't too many people on my level. And um, I still, you know, I still think about that Miami game. I should have had three. <laughs> I don't know how I dropped it, but uh, yeah, man, it, it was like something out of a movie. It was some, it was like something out of a movie, truly. Um, and one of the reasons why I didn't leave after that year was because that was only my second season playing the position. I truly wanted to come back and um, be an upperclassman, mm. and kind of uh, bu- bully people the next season. Yeah. So it, it just is unfortunate that things happened the way it did, but. Uh, I think it worked out for the best. But it's super interesting because now we hit the 2020, um, some global pandemic happened in 2020. And yeah. Caleb was one of the first high profile NCAA players to opt out. And then, you know, lots of people followed your lead after that. What do you, you don't have any regrets about that, but do you think that would affect your draft stock? You know, at the time, you know, that is something that I worried about because like I said, I, I put my whole, I gave my whole life to football um, and for that moment. So, so I did have deep concerns about that, but it had got to the point with where what I was seeing and the information I was getting at the time about the pandemic, it disturbed me too much to worry about football at that point. It, uh, it truly um, opened my eyes um, and, and it, it was one of the hardest decisions of my life. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, but looking back, I mean, retrospectively, fantastic decision, both, I think, for you, but also very selflessly for the greater good. You know, I think over the last year since you made that decision, untold number of people that we all know that probably listen to this podcast that you know have been affected by the pandemic. And I think that making that decision and getting others to follow your lead was, I think, a real mark of leadership and also yeah. sacrifice that um, I think can get spun the wrong way potentially and I just want to go on the record and say that. Right yeah that's what we we kind of think is that it was an incredibly mature decision for someone of your age so um, you know I was try, try, trying to lead you to say yeah no it was, you know people might think this or that about me well we think it's, you know it's an incredibly mature decision. Yeah I, I definitely was concerned about you know what what people would think uh, it, it it messed with me in my head but but you have to constantly realize you know you can't you can't please everybody and um, you got to do what's, what's best for you because at the end of the day you know they just want to see you play they don't really truly care about your health or, or anything like that it's just it's just entertainment for them yeah mm-hmm. no, that's true so looking forward to the NFL what have you been doing in this year like what kind of shape are you in shape of your life what we, what we're saying Saving my life, man. I've been doing a lot of working out, a lot of running, um, just preparing for pro day, um, preparing to, to run an extremely fast 40. There you go. So I want to touch on that quickly. Annoying, because there isn't a combine this year, you know you're going to be the fastest cornerback to run a 40. 4-2 he ran, but he had to lie because no one believed you, right? <laughs> Tell us the story. How fast are you? Um, Come on, this is your chance to beat Patrick Sertain out. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you guys are funny. Um, I can run. I, I can run. Um, I, I definitely. I, I I'll put it this way. Um, you know, COVID took the season away from me, and COVID also took the chance for me to go on the national stage at the combine and um, have a chance to break the record. Yeah, Chris break Jones. Chris, the record. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's throwing. John Ross and CJ Two K. Like, oh, thank God we yeah. haven't got a combine. <laughs> I know. Also, I mean, if I was getting drafted. Yeah, you do want to shout at the combine, but as well, I would really want that live draft experience. And I feel yeah. bad for Joe Burrow and everyone that got drafted last year that had the, the apex of the pandemic. Yeah. But it also sucks for you because how cool is that, that whole experience? It's kind of like, I imagine as a college player and someone that's played through high school, not me, obviously. Yeah, as, you, as a college um, player, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that you would really look forward to, like your real like coming out moment, right? Exactly. You know, the combine was something I always dreamed about going to as a kid. Um, I can remember being eight years old, practicing my 40 stance <laughs> and just envisioning it. Um, so um, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's, it's not over because I still have my pro day. You know, I, I get to put on a show for all the teams that want to come see me, get to meet me, um, see how I move and run. It's not like it's all it's all over with. It's just what I'm going to run. Um, I feel like it'll be more myth. Than, than, than facts now. Well, great. I look forward to seeing this blazing time at the pro day. But when when the scouts turn up to your pro day, what are they going to see? Because I'm thinking, you know, let's go on to NFL comparisons and not to shoot for the moon too high, but I'm thinking Caleb Farley's kind of a Jalen Ramsey, you know, because you play physical on the outside. You come up aggressive against screens. Every play, you bite down on your mouthpiece and just go at it. Um, yeah, 2019, um, I've watched so much Jalen Ramsey tape. Um, he's motivated me to to be the best I can be um, in, in ways, you know, I, I can't explain. I'm truly a fan of his. I feel like he plays the game at the corner of the physicality that should be played. Um, but, but you also want to pick and pull from a lot of people that you see and kind of and kind of make your own person. And, and what I'm about to say, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say it as, as from a, the most humble position that I can, but I truly know that what I'm bringing to the NFL with, with my skill set and ability 
you know, I don't think there's been a corner in the NFL like me since since Deion Sanders. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because yes. I agree, because you've almost homogenized a lot of different types of all the best cornerbacks. Because while he was talking about Jalen Ramsey, I was thinking, well, speed and length, Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That would be also one of my comparisons. Jair Alexander, another Mint Hill, North Carolina boy. Jair Alexander, um, I, where I'm from and where he went to high school, I think it's like 45, 50 minutes away. Yeah. You know, he don't he doesn't know me, but when I was in high school, I was watching him in high school and watching him go to Louisville. And uh, it's just, it's, it's been um, fun to watch his career also. Yeah. Kind of gave more hope and um, more confidence to believe in myself that, you know, people from, from my little small town can really make it to the highest level. So next season, um, and this is an easy question for you to answer because you don't have to commit to anything, but a lot of big-name veteran cornerbacks that you probably grew up watching are hitting free agency and could really end up on any team. So in your mind's eye, you get drafted by whichever team you're lucky enough to go to. They bring in a veteran cornerback in free agency to work alongside you. Who are they bringing in? We're talking Patrick Peterson, Richard Sherman, AJ Bouye, Jason McCourty, Xavier Rhodes. You're a wealth. If I could pick any of those guys, yeah, yes, I would either pick um, Richard Sherman or Patrick Peterson. Love it. I feel like they just have so much knowledge and um, wisdom of the game. And then also, you know, I have a, I have a good friend and, and a good mentor that's that's been um, really a good friend to me, and Casey Hayward with the, the Chargers. Yeah, I mean that's quite a good mentor to have. Two-time Pro Bowler, nine-year veteran. <laughs> exactly. Um, we kind of have built a, a kind of special friendship relationship. We kind of had the same story. He's seen my story after my first game against Florida State my freshman year and um, reached out to me. And um, we kind of have kept in contact. And actually, this past offseason, you know, I actually um, was living at his house for a little bit, training with him and um, just trying to soak up as much knowledge as I can. So that's awesome. I really would accept any type of any type of wisdom from somebody that's been doing doing and playing the position for that long. It'd it be an honor. Uh, that's great. I mean, what a person to have in the NFL already you know, who's kind of mentoring, helping you out, you're training with him. He knows everything you need to do to be great at the next level. And you've got that opportunity. That's awesome. Exactly. So what's going the other way? Who do you want lined up against you? And we're not calling people out, but like, who do you, whose skill set do you want to challenge yourself with? Because I know you had that game against Chase Claypool in 2018 and you said that that was a great game. Are there any big name wide receivers who are like, I want to go one-on-one? Yeah, or unfinished business from college that you like another crack at them in the NFL. Yeah. I, I want to guard the guys that, that when people look at at home and they think, wow, that's it's impossible to guard this guy. He's so fast. He's so big. Um, I want to guard those guys because I, I truly feel like... Did you hear cough? <laughs> I want to guard the guys that, that a lot of people think is, is impossible to guard. Hunter yeah. Renfro. Yeah, Hunter Renfro. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Because you always want, as a cornerback, you know, for them to put up that graphic where it's like, held this person to zero yards. Held this person to zero yards. Yeah, holding somebody to zero yards, zero yards, man, that's um, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> That, that might be something that's impossible. You might get you might get a game or two, but I'm speaking in the sense of you don't really you don't truly see a lot of people coming up and, and press man pressing Tyreek Hill and, mm-hmm. and running with him on a fade ball or, or or things like that. Um, that's a really good point. That's a very very good point. Tyreek Hill is very fast, and Caleb Farley is very fast. Yeah, but here's what I was thinking in my head. I'm thinking Caleb, who would win? 
between 2019 cornerback Caleb Farley and 2016-17 wide receiver Caleb Farley. Yeah, who's quicker? Would you hold yourself to zero yards? Because <laughs> this is such a self-own, however you answer this. Um, 2019 cornerback would, would definitely um, have his way in the matchup just because of the fact that, you know, just like my 2018 season, I, I truly was just an athlete. I, I really didn't have a lot of technique. I, I kind of was just out there playing off of my skill set. And when I was at receiver, even though I, I had a, a, a large skill set, I, I truly didn't have a lot of technique or savviness about myself. So I, I think it would be an easy guard guard for me. Honest. 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 Add that to the list of traits. A lot of Quick and honest. Yeah. Excellent. It would be different if I had played receiver a couple of years. It, it would be it would be a matchup. It would yeah, be a yeah, matchup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love it. So we'll move on to the NFL draft. And at this point, Caleb, at any point you're allowed to say, I plead the fifth. I'm not going to answer that one. But we're looking at, you know, you're obviously one of the best, if not the best cornerback in the draft. And sort of draft order, eight through 12, you've got Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys, 49ers, all need a cornerback. You know, the Panthers probably, they're going to replace Luke Keekley with Mike Parsons coming out of Penn State. But then we really get into it. The Broncos, they've cut AJ Bouye and there's chat, you know, that they'll bring in Patrick Peterson. Your dream will come true and you can, you know, that would be great. The Cowboys, obviously, there's a lot of people. Danny Jeremiah Ooh. taking to the Cowboys. Is there any any names in there where you'd be like, oh, that sounds, that, they're all sound excellent. But is there any yeah. of those where you're like, that sounds a bit better than the rest? Uh, you know, um, after putting on the performance that I, I, I truly plan put on at my pro day, you know, I, I, I really believe I'm going to be the first non-quarterback selected. So hopefully, you know, I, I can I can do what I'm supposed to do in my pro day and you know, teams can see that because um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's just nobody really you're trying knows. to be humble now after saying that you're going third overall. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> love it. The Jacksonville wow. Jaguars take Caelan Farley. That's yeah. going to be the title of this video. <laughs> I really think that... Um, you know, if, if I if I go show what I'm what what I got, I, I really think it'd be hard not to. Okay, I love it. I love it. And and I mean, Caleb Farley Play draft party. Caleb Farley draft party is <laughs> kicking off. Now. Hashtag Caleb Caleb Farley draft party. It's Play the be fifth. Amazing. I love it. But I love so it. in that case, obviously, you know. You're not going to get to do much preparation for stuff like team interviews, for example. So we thought we'd do you a massive favor and give you a quick. 32 question rapid fire team interview for every NFL team. Okay. You can't think very long about the answer and it's very quick fire, but you can plead the fifth at any time. Let's go for it. So first up, is it me or you? It's me. So Caleb, I'm the Arizona Cardinals. You want to come play for us? Name one Cardinals player that isn't Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins. Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, that's easy. Very good. Yeah, it's very, very easy. Good. That's fine. You can come to that team. Hi, Caleb. It's uh, Hugh from the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, just out of interest, how many Americans were killed by Falcons last year? Four. Uh, the answer is zero, I'm afraid. Scratch him off the list. He doesn't know about our bird of prey. That's, yeah, no. That's terrible. Falcon He's not coming. Age. He's not coming. It's not even in history. That was just last year. <laughs> uh, hi, Caleb. Baltimore Ravens here. Um, have you ever had crabs? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caleb, uh, it's Hugh here from the Buffalo Bills. Um, drums or flats? Ooh. Flats. Flats. Yes. yes, I like it. Okay, he's getting bumped up the board. Yep. Um, hi there, Caleb. Carolina Panthers, your home team hero here. Um, can you complete this lyric? Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Uh, uh, uh. Very good. That is the answer we were Fantastic. looking for. The answer is ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Caleb, Chicago Bears here. What does GSH stand for that we've got on the uh, corner of our jerseys? 
knowledge. I plead <laughs> Okay, well, George Stanley, Stanley Hallas. Papa Bear there. Cincinnati Bengals here, Caleb. To the nearest thousand, how many Bengal tigers are left in the wild? Two thousand. Exactly, exactly the right exactly number. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cerebral, quick, honest. This man's going number one. Sorry, Trevor Lawrence. It's IQ, forget a wonderlick. Yeah, exactly. This. Welcome to Cleveland Airport, Caleb. It's me, Hugh, the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. Who's the biggest bust in our history? Oh, such so many to choose from. I bleed. Bleed a bit. <laughs> Love it. Dallas Cowboys here, Caleb. Uh, could you name me a famous fictional cowboy? How he's got how many Bengal tigers are left in the wild, but not any cowboy. Man, it was a show. It was a movie. Um, it was a show I used to watch with my father all the time about these two cowboys. Um, they used to eat beans, and um, I forgot it though. I don't. I, I don't know. Toy Story. Come on. Come on. You can get the Toy Story one. Oh, see, I wasn't even thinking like that. <laughs> I was thinking like a real cowboy. I mean, the clue was fictional. When I said, "Name a famous fictional cowboy." <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I'm glad that you and your dad watched some sort of documentary on two cowboys. Was that a film? It was a movie. It, it, it was a fictional character. Was it a film starring the late, great Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, and there was a bit of romance in it? Oh, Brokeback Mountain? Um, you know, I was so young. I was so young, but that's what I was locked in. It was a fictional ca cowboy character that I used to watch all the time when I was a kid. Okay, well, not drafted by the Dallas Cowboys, no. then, if you don't know any fictional Cowboys. That's, that's the only metric. Yeah. Uh, Denver Broncos, have you ever smoked weed? Don't answer that question. Next question. Uh, Detroit Lions here. Have you ever smoked meth? Don't answer that question. Next okay. question. Uh, Green Bay no, Packers. No, no, no. <laughs> Imagine if you said yes, and then just like... Um, Green Bay Packers. Caleb, can you name me three cheeses that are not American? Um, Swiss. Yeah. Um, Provolone. Sure. Um, yes, Cheddar! Oh, you smashed it. Well, it in. the Packers are on the phone to your agent. Okay, Houston Texans here. Um, quick question. What year did our franchise begin? Man, I'm going to say something stupid, so I'm going to just plead. <laughs> <laughs> you were four years old, if that helps. Yeah. I was, how, how old? You were four. Simple maths. 1998 plus four here is... He's on academic probation. <laughs> <laughs> 2002. <laughs> Indianapolis Colts. Is there a team more boring than we are? If so, who is it? <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I was hoping you believed the pill on that. Uh, Jacksonville here. To the nearest thousand, how many Jaguars are left in the wild? Imagine if he gets this. 5,000. 15,000. But I like how much thought went into it. <laughs> Kansas City, home of Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. What state are we in? <laughs> <laughs> Draft stop plummeting. For people who are listening on the audio, his face just said, obviously it's Kansas, but then he thought, it can't, that can't be the answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's, he's read the offense. Yeah, exactly, he's like, yeah. oh, I see there's a flea flicker here. I want to say it, but I don't want to embarrass myself. What does it start with? M. Is it Missouri? It is Missouri. It's not Mississippi right. and it's not Montana. And obviously not Kansas. <laughs> Uh, Miami Dolphins here. Have you ever done cocaine? Don't answer that. Okay. Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> uh, Caleb, what would you do with $84 million guaranteed? <laughs> Classic Kirk Cousins joke. Love Kirk it. Cousins uh, invested in yogurt. I would uh, invest in Bitcoin. Oh. oh, I love that. Clever. 
Clever boy. Yeah. Clever boy. Um, did you just pause it there? Have you seen that someone's getting paid out in Bitcoin at the moment? Someone yeah, someone in the NFL. Contract. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. So you can do that. Put it into your, tell your agent. You can get just going to write Bitcoin. down 84 million, no children's hospital. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, New England here. Caleb, who was responsible for our success? Was it Brady or Belichick? And you have to pick one. I think it was a combination of both, but I give the edge to Brady, and I think he proved that this year. Love it. Great answer. That's actually the right answer. Uh, New Orleans Saints here. Is Drew coming back? We don't know. Caleb, what's the drunkest you've ever been? You can't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Drew Brees is coming back. <laughs> okay. Not the question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A very, good, a very good avoidance. Very, very fluid hip movement to I like sidestep to stay, that question. Um, I like to stay um, sharp. I like to stay sharp-minded. All, AOP, always on point. Love it. Love it. Great. Great, great answer. Okay, here. New York Giants. Um, who's better, us or the Jets? Bearing in mind, the Giants need a cornerback. I'm an OBJ fan, so I'm going to say the, the, the Cleveland Browns. That's the correct answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Caleb, New York Jets here. Who's better, us or the Giants? Bearing in mind, I read some very interesting things you said in an interview with MVL. I'm going to tell them I'm an OBJ fan, so I'm going to pick the Giants. Oh, <laughs> stuck to his guns. <laughs> Love, Love it. it. Love it. Las Vegas Raiders here. Have you ever had a gambling problem? We should need to know. We need to know that. That's probably a normal question. Never, never been a, a, a gambler. Good. Love it. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. What percentage is your phone battery on right now? Good question. Ooh, it's on five. <gasps> 5%. Sounds like you need to charge this, son. What an awful crowbar gag. Yeah, you should charge it, though, for real. <laughs> um, <laughs> LA Rams here. Do you think we gave up enough for Matt Stafford? That's not really an answer to this. One. <laughs> I feel like I don't know the situation well enough. To, Fair enough. To Fair on. enough. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, do you know Broderick Bunkley? Ooh, key question. I do not. Well, you're going to get, you need to get to know because that's NFL history 101. Mm -hmm. Who is he? Broderick Bunkley. You got to tell me. Uh, FSU defensive end taken by the Philadelphia Eagles in the 2006 draft um, ended up being a pretty stalwart and forgettable player. Yeah, probably um, the most average and forgettable NFL offensive lineman you've ever heard of, but we love him for some unknown reason. We've elevated him okay. to cult status amongst us and our fans, and now there's a room named after him. It could be you, right. Caleb. Yeah, the, the Caleb Farley oh, wing, right. I can see it now. Yeah, exactly. um, okay, next question. Pittsburgh, what is your favourite Heinz sauce? Ketchup. Love it. Fine. Patrick Mahomes. Easy. San Francisco 49ers, second to last, third to last. Third. Close. How did we get our name? Why are we called the 49ers, Caleb? Man, I swear somebody told me this one time. Want to prove that? Does it have anything to do with, like, mining? Ooh, it does have something to do with mining. Can you tease out the truth? Elaborate. Man. What were they mining? And it's not Bitcoin. Yeah. Was it, like, fool's gold? No, it was regular gold, but we'll give you the point. Welcome regular to San gold, Francisco, yeah. Caleb. 1949 gold rush of San Francisco. Unfortunately, don't say hello to Richard Sherman on the way out. Yeah. Seattle Seahawks here. Quick one. What's your Starbucks order? Go. White chocolate mocha. Oh, <laughs> nice. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Very hello. fancy. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Unfortunately, you've slipped all the way to 32. Don't know how that's happened. NBL interview. Um, I'd like you to spell Buccaneers. <sighs> Key question and tough. B-U-C-C-A-N-E-E-R-S. Yes! He smashed it. Nailed it. it. B-U-C-C, yeah. I smashed list it. 
Buccaneers items every week and I get it wrong, wrong every, every single, single time. time. This is amazing. Okay. Draft stock is just going through the roof. Spelling, well honesty, done. speed. Look at all these attributes. And the final question, a very easy one to finish out from my team, the Washington football team. Please, can you give us a detailed analysis on the continued genocide of the Native American people throughout American history from a feminist perspective? From a feminist perspective, yes. We'll expect your essay on our desk by Monday yeah. morning on that one, please. 800 to 1,200 words, please. Fully Harvard referenced. And 1.5 line spacing. Ladies and gentlemen, that was 32 <laughs> teams and 32 questions with Caleb Farley. You did amazingly well on that, man. Yeah, you did very well. We will finish, as we always do, uh, with Caleb Farley. Well, we don't always finish with Caleb Farley. He's not here on every week, but he can be if he wants to. Um, Hilarious A idea. game. Before we do this. I'm gonna run and get this charged. Okay, oh, right, great. okay, yeah, fine. Let's see how quick you really are. Yeah, here's the 40 yard dash going into a charger. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he just trips on an ottoman, sprains his knee, and then. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. He just cobbles back in. Am I right? He was so good at that game. Yeah. Apart from when he had to add four to 1998. <laughs> All right. We good? Yes, yes. Right. So. The game is, uh, sometimes people just tune in for the game. So, you know, this is arguably the most important part of the whole show. And if I'm not mistaken, you are a dog owner. Is that correct, Caleb? You have a dog named Legend. Is that correct? Correct. Wonderful. I'm glad I did my research. Um, are you also a film fan? Correct. Great. <laughs> I definitely am. Yeah. 2008, Marley and Me. Have you seen it? Not all the way through. I'll tell you, not all the way through. That's fine. That's, That's fine. fine. I know That's the actually movie. probably better. And people are already probably putting this together in their heads. The name of the game this week is Farley, Farley and Me. Yeah. We're going to send um, future NFL legend cornerback uh, Caleb Farley pictures of NFL stars with their dogs and their faces obscured. And you're going to have to tell us which NFL star it is. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's okay, do it. Cool. So right. Farley and me with Caleb Farley. Let's go. This is so important. I can't tell this is more important than your pro day. Okay. The first picture I'm sending through is a well-known TikTok influencer and his dog. That's Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster. Tick number one correct on Farley and me. For extra marks, do you know the name of his dog? Actually, no, because it's written in balloons behind it. Forget that. <laughs> All right. Next one. We have a young, this time, quarterback, plays for the AFC North division. Oh, I see. Yeah, same team as... Uh, same team as one of your college nemesi. And same team as the answer to number one. I was going to say somebody different, but um, is it... What's it? Rudolph? No, it is the man holding him out of his job and also keeping his helmet on his head. Yep. It's Ben Roethlisberger. Really? Yep. I'll He's very trim in that photo. That's from a while ago. His arm, his arm looks a little skinny to be Big Ben. <laughs> so that's why you're like it's Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Number three, a former San Francisco 49er multi-pro bowl linebacker. I'd like to point out that um, Caleb's face is crudely photoshopped onto these NFL stars' faces. I don't know. That one looks pretty good. I was like, man, that looks so real. <laughs> <laughs> A fearsome middle linebacker for the San Francisco 49ers, whose name rhymes with Peyton Hillis. Oh, 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 Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis! Next one is former baseball player, New York Jets, Denver Bronco, Philadelphia Eagle, New England Patriot, and famously Florida Gator. The one man that all men follow above all other. 
Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Correct, exactly sir. Right. Excellent. And in that photo, you get to look what you'd look like if you were married to Tim Tebow's wife there, which is must be quite strange. <laughs> uh, oh, that's messed up. <laughs> well, you got another one coming because now it's you married to the wife of this Super Bowl winning quarterback. You say quarterback? Sorry, shut up, mate. Yeah. Quarterback. <laughs> Just clowning me. Love that. Yeah. Clown. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Did you say quarterback? <laughs> Them legs, I know them legs. <laughs> <laughs> Won a Super Bowl in one of the last three years. That's the only clue you're getting. Is it Pat Mahomes? Yes, it is. It is Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. And his dog. I knew I knew them legs. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. If you'd like to see the pictures of these dogs and Chris's attempts at photoshopping Caleb Farley's face onto NFL superstars, check out the video on YouTube. Excellent attempt. Yeah, this is pretty funny, guys. I'm sure you'll agree. Next up is a man that recently found a new team. Johnny Manziel in <laughs> yeah, the so, FCFL. <laughs> uh, I'll make oh, it easier man. for you. It's another quarterback who's found a new team. Carson Wentz. Oh, yes. Very it. good, sir. Absolutely nailing it. Look at that. And there's the picture of Carson. That's. I think you'll agree that's a fantastic Photoshop. Yeah, there, I, I could definitely see those dogs being Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up. This is a bit more niche. This is a... Ex-Washington tight end who famously married a cheerleader and she had to leave the squad. Really? Yeah. Is it um He was also featured on NFL Fantasy Pick Me, punching through Punching through, through wall. drywall. Yeah. Oh, I seen it and he caught it one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. It's um Not Chris Lamey. Rainy. No. <laughs> not <laughs> such a bad clue. It's not, not Chris no, Lamey. No, no, uh, uh, it's uh it's Cooley. Chris yeah. Cooley! There we go. What a terrible, terrible clue. You got okay. it in the end. Okay, three more to go. Three more? Well, we can skip some out, but yeah. he's, he's motoring through them. Here we have California Party Boy, ex-USC. Trojan. Yep. Vince uh, Young broke his heart. He's wearing his own jersey. Number which seven is for the Arizona Cardinals. A bit of a, is that a flex or is that a bit weird? A bit weird. Caleb has nothing here. I can see on that. Look he's a at quarterback. His, he is a quarterback, ex-quarterback yeah. for the Arizona Cardinals. Drafted the same year as Vince Young, second quarterback to be taken. It's, um, man, I don't know. If I actually send you the picture of him, see if you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as hard if you get the picture of him. Even though he's wearing his own jersey. Current yeah. analyst for the NCAA, I believe. That is Matt Leinert. Matt Leinert. Played with Reggie Bush. Okay, here we go. Another man that recently got released and raised a lot of money. For the city that he was in previously. JJ mm, Watt. Very good. JJ Watt. And finally, and I'll be amazed if you get this if one. If you get this one, I will eat a proverbial hat. And you can see what it looks like if you're an astronaut. Was he really an astronaut? He was, he was really an astronaut. And a football player. And played in the That's NFL. Crazy. And also featured on our episode with Maurice Jones-Drew. Uh, give me a hint. I mean, drafted by the Detroit Lions. You're never going to get in it. In the late 70s. It's so <laughs> out of your wheelhouse. Oh, it's in the late 70s. Yeah, like ages ago. All right, yeah, you might as well send me the picture with the real face. And well, Caleb, that is Leland Melvin, a man yeah. who went to the Detroit Lions and then went to outer space. And took his Lions jersey into space and took a photo of himself in it on the International, on the space, international space, Station. space Station. That sounds like a, um, one of the most interesting men in the world. Right, exactly. Definitely. But we wanted to finish with a picture of you and Legend, but we couldn't find one anywhere. You've never posted one on the internet. And that's on you. That's not on us. I was going to put your face yeah, over man, your I'm, own I'm, face I'm, and see if you could identify yourself. I'm not a big picture person. 
Have we noticed that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like five <laughs> pictures on your Instagram. I was like, where's the picture of the dog? It's the perfect ending. Yeah, all those pictures on his Instagram, my, my godmother and her daughters took. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, in that case, you've got to send us a picture of Legend just to RDM so we can put it up at the end of the show and everyone can see right. your dog. Farley's dog. I got you. Well, I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, the MVL show. And thank you so much to you, Caleb, for taking time out of your very, very, very busy schedule to sit down with us. Hey, man. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys. And you need to let us know. I mean, we're going to we're gonna be up for the hashtag um, Caleb Volley draft party, so we'll see where you go. Yep. But you let us know um, sizes and all that sort of stuff. If you go to Dallas, if you go to Broncos, if you go number one to the Jaguars, we'll get you some vintage. We'll send it out to you. So you can turn up on that hey, first day dope, swagged man. out, bro. You know what I mean? Swagged out. I appreciate you guys, man. It was a lot of fun. That was the NVL show. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to it just as much as we enjoyed making it. If you want that vintage jersey you just can't find, head to us on nationalvintageleague.com or if you want to follow us on social media, it's at National Vintage League on Instagram and at NVL Tweets on Twitter. So until next time, you take it easy. What's up, guys? You're watching NVL, not NFL. NVL, which is way better than NFL. Just ask me because I work for the NFL. I might get fired for saying that. <laughs>